Come on in, guys. Matt and Chris back for Australian Survivor Blood versus Water, the finale week. Chris, we're done. Made it through a full season. We did it. That was a. Uh, it was it was quite the marathon. It was it was a lot of fun though. It um, yeah, whole season of Australian Survivor. A lot of fun. So we've got um, the big finale week to get to, but since we missed last week, um, we'll make go over some some quick hits from uh, from week nine. Just anything of note that we maybe want to go over, but probably won't spend too much time since we have the full finale to get to. Um, the 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 big thing I want to talk about is at the reward challenge. One, JLP told them before the challenge how many players. They get to take with them on the reward. Hmm. What do you think about that? That's interesting. Um, I don't. I mean, I don't like it. I like. I like the mystery of it all usually. Um, but I don't know. I, I must have missed it uh, that he that he said that. But yeah, they did seem to know for sure. Yeah, he he said you'll ha- you'll get two people to come with, or you'll get to choose two people to accompany you. Because that's how that's how the girls got on their you know, like girls trip idea because mm-hmm. they knew it was three people. Um, yeah. And I, I loved, I love the drama that caused because just going on a girl's trip or a boy's trip and that had that being your sole reasoning is so dumb. It's so dumb. I mean, as, as we get more into this, Shay's big mistake was agreeing to this in the first place. Like Shay, like, you know, you know, Smart of KJ and uh, Chrissy to attempt this because they're not going to win. There's no way they're going to win. And, oh, take the person who's clearly going most likely to win. Like, Let's make this a girl's thing. And then you get a free reward. Like, yeah, why not? Yeah. Um, but then at the end, I, I love what, what Jordy and Josh did. when. So it's those two and Shay are the last three. And they say, why don't we just take each other? And then Shay says, well, I already told the girls. And Jordy says, like, basically just goes, well, let's just go us three anyway. And then, and then they, they made her choose still. That was the best part. Right. Like, man, I like Shay, but she, she's very, she seems very easily manipulated and convinced to do anything. It's like, Shay, like you you can agree to this. All right, well you do it. Like, like you, she could have pretended like she was struggling. She could have like pretended she just slipped and fell. Like, oh crap, I fell. Like, darn. And then like, like Jordy could have. They could have let Jordy win. Like, all right, well, uh, she's such a beast at these challenges. Like, I, I, she deserves to go. She just slipped. Blah blah blah. Like, they could have made an effort to make it seem like it wasn't Shay just betraying the women. Yeah, but that was that was perfect on their part because they either because they get because they still get the reward without having the blood in their hands. Um, right. But that, I mean, that was really it. I mean, they, they get juicy out that episode. Um, and then the next episode, Mark finally plays his second idol, if I have that correct. Um, yeah, because he plays his first idol in episode 21. 
correctly playing his idol. Mm-hmm. Um, that should be said. Um, yeah, for him. 2 2 split with Dave and Jordy. Then Dave's out. And then 22. Um, Chrissy starts helping Josh with, with his puzzle. Thought that was kind of interesting. Kind of mm-hmm. just reiterating how, how close those two are, which then comes into play uh, in the finale here. And then Jordy. Jordy is finally, finally voted out. Um, the Joker. The Joker. Seen his time come to an end. And the one thing that was potentially bad, which considering, oh yeah, by the way, Mark won in a clean sweep, in case you're getting caught up in everything here. 10 0 0. Pretty, pretty impressive. Um, when he plays the second idol, he calls it the ghost of Jesse and kind of does this this spiel, which was kind of funny, but that was one of very few slip-ups he had and ultimately obviously ended up not mattering. But right. that could have cost him a couple of votes on the jury. Yep. Sam Sam's face was just anguish. Yes. That whole tribal was just like, oh Mark, you are screwing up so bad right now. Um, yeah, he got no votes. And you know, I mean, credit to everyone else for doing a good job of convincing him. I mean, I would have a hard time not playing the idol myself in that situation. If I'm him, like, like you, you got to think there's a good chance they're, they're gunning for you. And, and once they're both gone, then like, you know, like you can still convince people to not vote for you, which he did. And so yeah, it's fine. It's fine. And, and he did say, I think in the beginning of this episode of episode 23 of this week, he said that he and Sam decided if whoever la- is left between us, if we're not safe, we play an idol. So that was, that was their agreed upon plan, which mm-hmm. had worked very well to that point. And, and yeah, you can't not play an idol and, and risk going home with it. And on to, to the other players credit, they all, they all recognized that he was going to play it no matter what. So there was no point in voting for him right. and just don't waste your vote. So that, that was, it was a good, good play in that regard. Um, but it did unfortunately lead to, to Jordy going home, but then that leaves us into the finale week and, a final five of KJ, Chrissy, Mark, Shay, and Josh. What what did you think going into the into the finale week? What were your kind of thoughts on who could win? What might happen? That's a good question. Um, I mean, I was still pretty convinced on Mark. Um, you know, and well, I'm sure we'll, as we've been discussing all season, I'm sure I'm going to bring up many more times that even as we talk today, I, a big complaint I have this season and maybe last season for Australian survivor is just the edit. The edit seemed just too obvious. Like I felt so convinced that I knew what was going to happen and I was right. And we were right the whole time, you know, like we were totally right with Sam getting all the airtime. It was Basically, this whole season was about how Sam and Mark worked together to win the game. And that's what happened. And and it, they told a good story, but like, I don't know. I I hate that we get to the final five and like Josh, Josh is in a great spot. Like if, if I didn't know better, I'd probably put my money on Josh to win the game. But but the edit told me that he is there's no way um, I, I still thought there was a decent chance Chrissy could win the game and I would have liked to see have seen what would have happened if Mark was not in that final and Chrissy was or, and Chrissy was with people who are not Mark instead um but yeah I don't know it was it was a weird one where like some people were in good spots but I 
I just never really believed that they could win. Um, I'll say, I'll say as well that I, at no point did I ever believe KJ could win because I, again, I, I do not view KJ highly in terms of how good of a player she is. And unfortunately, Shay, I feel like also did not do great uh, along the home stretch. She won challenges, but that's, that's about it. So. Yeah. yeah. I think um, it really, there were a couple potentially interesting final three combinations where if, if it had been Mark and Josh and whoever, that could have been interesting. You know, do they right. siphon votes from each other? Is it like a, a four three three win? Is it a six four zero something like that? Um, or if it was the three women, I think that would have been a pretty open, open ended tribal because they all played dis- like those three especially played distinctly different games. Mm-hmm. You know, Shay was all about the physical. Chrissy was all about the social. KJ was pretty much all about this about the strategy which was was lacking a little bit but we did get confirmation after she was voted out that it that the the big advantage like take three people out that 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 it was her idea to use it the way it was used but again we didn't we didn't see that proven out we we still only got jordy's perspective from it so it did didn't really help her case as a as a potential winner pick that that would be a move you would have you would show your winner making right if they, if she was going to, even if she was going to go to the end, you feel like they would still make that, make that known to the, to the audience. Um, Cause it was such a, a smart move that not everybody would see given the okay. short time constraints. Um, but I really thought it was going to be either Mark or Josh. Um, yeah. You know, at that point. And, and I picked Mark in my winner pick. So I got yeah, a nice, 24 nice person winner pick season uh, correctly. So that's, I'll, that's I'll, well done. I'll keep that, <laughs> keep that little <laughs> feather job. in my cap here. Good job. Um, you know, I, I want to talk about Josh a little more because I don't know it, if I were Josh and I watched this season back, I feel like I'd be pretty annoyed at, at Australian survivor production because I feel like he played a really good game. Like Mark, Mark played a fantastic game, a better game than Josh. I, I think um, mm-hmm. where he used Josh well as kind of the perceived leader of their Alliance, but, but I feel like Josh, did lead the Alliance well, and he made some good moves and had good strategy. And we didn't get to see, we didn't see a lot of it. And it was just this weird thing the whole season, especially post-merge where it's like, Oh, Josh is in control. Josh is in control. He's doing great. He's running the show, but we aren't seeing it at all. And it, it was, I don't know. It's really strange. I think I, I agree, completely agree. But I think part of it, the, the picture gets a little clearer after you kind of see Mark's, final jury pitch which we knew that this was part of his strategy but how much he was working to play josh up right. as the strategic leader as the alliance leader as the number one threat that the way the production showed that to us was through mark's eyes and mm-hmm. that's how the other players were seeing it in in, sure. in mark's winner story at least yeah um i don't think it's the best way to tell that story because yeah, I... it, it did seem like josh <clears throat> was playing a good game maybe mark did bump it up or kind of play it up a little more than it than it actually was but he was playing an effective game like you don't get to that part that point with those kind of relationships by being a physical threat and still just kind of not really be a target until very late right but like i i think once mark's second idol was gone and with the remaining players of the game like the heat seemed to be off Mark. Everyone seemed to believe that Josh was the bigger threat between the two of them. And that's why Mark won. And, and yes, Mark did that strategy really effectively, but I don't know. I'm not convinced Mark beats 
Josh for sure if they're both left in the final. I think, I mean, the story was told that way because they could, but if those two are in the final, I, I do think Mark's winning, but it could it could have been really close. I don't know. I, I mean, I think that's that's one reason why I, why I like Mark's strategy so so much because it is oh, yeah. a very high risk, high reward decision. If yeah. he if he positions Josh as this strategic mastermind, you know, the number one threat, and then he never takes him out, he goes to the end with him. It's a self self fulfilling prophecy where oh, Mark left the number one threat in the game. We can't vote for Mark, but mm-hmm. if Mark takes him out, oh, Mark took out the number one threat in the game. That. I, I do think, and Mark says as much, that he had much more blood on his hands than, than Josh did. Yeah. And they played pretty similar games, at least in terms of style. Mm-hmm. And in that case, it might all come down to who does the jury like more and who are they less pissed off at. And that's probably going to be Josh. I think Mark yeah. would have a good shot. He'd, he'd have Sam you know, pitching for him, which, which right. would help or could help. But I think it'd be a very tight, tight vote if those two were there um but yeah i do think i agree that josh did kind of get get the shaft on the edit as as many players could say this season sure um yeah you know i i have nothing against mark i, I thought mark played just a fantastic game pretty I mean, everything pretty came flawless full full circle mm-hmm. this week i mean yeah it was it came together perfectly for him right you know it it's something where it, it was weird, like, as, as the finale ended, I, I felt very satisfied. I was like, man, Mark, 10-0-0, you, there's a very deserving winner. He did a great job. But, but on the flip side, like, the post-merge narrative, I found myself actively cheering against Mark just because him and Sam were doing so good together. And I loved Jordy so much that, like, I spent most of the, like, second half of this season wanting Mark and Sam to fall. But, but at the end of the day, I'm, I'm very happy. Mark won. Like, it, I don't know. It's, it was, it was a strange feeling I had at the end of the whole thing. I can see that where it's not exactly the same as, you know, Boston Rob and Redemption, on Redemption Island, yeah. but where there's someone who's at the front, if not the front runner in the top two or three, however you want to categorize it from the mm-hmm. beginning and they never really lose that positioning then oh yeah of course that person wins that's one reason why Haley's win was so fun last year is that she was up and down throughout right and she made huge moves to go back from the bottom up to the top again and and mark never really had to do that he just kind of had to maintain which to his credit maintaining is difficult in and of itself in survivor like you don't yeah. get at the top and stay there with without a lot of hard work but it makes for a less interesting story most of the time right for sure. I mean, just the Jordy, Jordy being so charismatic and likable where everyone wants to cheer for him and him just trying to convince all the let, I don't want to say idiots, but we'll say the idiots to, to like, to wake up, like Mark's going to win the Mark or Sam's going to win the game. It's time to do something about it now. Like you just, you just cheer for Jordy and, and want to see him get his way and and we and he did you know he he came back he made some good moves got sam out and and so it was great and then mark got the win in the end so all's good this is a good finish yeah well let's see how did we get to the end here how did we get there uh so we get to the final five and i love this challenge i love this immunity oh, challenge so good so it's the one where you, they drop the ball to the top of like a, a track and they got to race down small set of stairs to catch it then take it back up 
and you add more balls, a little twist to the the rolly track that you just kind of stand mm-hmm. there. That one would be tough in itself because it's so like simple that you're not like moving or anything like that. This one, you're you're on the move. I feel like I'd be terrible at this one. I think I'd I'd mess sure. up the timing so easily after. Maybe I could do two balls. I feel like the third ball I have no shot at. Um, but poor KJ on this one. Poor poor girl just misses the ball like that's devastating that's tough that's devastating that's that's tough but what did you think about about mark so he like drops the ball but his plate didn't break yeah he lost for sure but but do you think that he since he should have been allowed to try to keep going oh like quick scramble no i don't know It, it didn't like it seemed like he didn't have it like fully, like he hasn't like lifted it up yet. It seemed like it like slipped and fell off the track, but like his fumble gave it more, ex- more momentum and it like didn't break the tile. I don't know. I, I felt like he lost. Uh, that's, that's what I thought. I, I feel like it's probably easier to regulate if it's just a, a black and white. If the ball yeah. basically goes to that part of the course that you're just done. But yeah. I feel like if he wanted to, and he didn't. He seemed to be more. He seemed to be more pissed off at himself than at yeah. the fact that that Jonathan called it. But I think he would have had an argument that he could have kept going. Sure. Um. I don't think he would have won, but I, I won that. It's kind of like like the Wendell when he didn't call it the puzzle on Ghost Island. Right. That yeah, you right. have an, an argument, but you but you know the rules of the game. Yeah. But you, you, it would have been interesting to see if he had tried to. Might as well try back into it. Yeah. Might as well try. Um, I love that challenge. I would love to attempt this challenge. I think it'd be, it'd be fun. I think it'd be very stressful. I can see how people screw up so easily. Like where you just have your ball and you just want to place it right away. And then, but you gotta be patient, even though you gotta wait for that next ball, you see it rolling towards the end and you, you gotta wait or you're, yeah. I I love when, when Josh is, is like coaching Chrissy, He's like, wait, wait, wait. And she just drops it. And then it's like one foot behind the other ball. And he just goes, ah, shit. I, I keep, whenever people do that, I always want to see them like grab the ball and just like launch it towards, like instead of running up the stairs towards the start, just try to like shoot it into the start and grab the second ball. It's not going to work. But Oh, if, if they're like really desperate. I wonder yeah, if there's a rule yeah. though, if you have to be up there to place it. I, I would like to think that if you are skilled and lucky enough to pull and, that off and dumb enough to try it and yeah yeah it's good for you if you if you succeed i'd love to see someone just, just go for it yeah that'd be great so so shay wins um and then we get a potentially messy tribal here because shay wants to vote josh josh wants to vote kj and mark mm-hmm. wants to save josh i and again this is i love mark's forward thinking here he mm. knows that if if josh goes he's going to be the number he's one target gone. Yeah, and if Josh is there, he'll have Josh in front of him, and I think it's it's probably good for Mark that Shay won. Obviously, Mark wants the safety of uh, him. I agree, winning, actually. But with Shay winning, she's going to be the best bet to beat Josh at the neck at the final challenge, which she ultimately does. Good bet to beat Mark as well. But if but kind of again, Mark's kind of banking on his plan working that Mark that Josh will be vulnerable at that final final vote. He, his pegging of him as the number one threat will then work and he's just kind of guarding that protection for himself and I again I this was this was Mark's week through and through I thought he played this played this really well he saw the picture and he knew what yeah. he had to do and you have to go for it even I even if you don't think it's likely he just got to go for that for that move yeah no he 
he played great. Mark, I, I think this season just Mark is a good study of like, here's how you should try to play Survivor. Like he pulled, he played so he played very perfectly and, and did all the things you needed to do. And and it maybe it it could not work out for him, but it but he gave himself a really good chance and it did. And, and he definitely earned it. Yep. So we get we get to the vote or get to tribal, and there's at least how I read it, there was no like clear consensus vote on the table. Yeah. What, what did you have any any like clear thoughts and on, on where it was going to go at that point? I have one thing I want to say before I, I de- dive into that. KJ had a confessional, and it was something along the lines of like, "Oh, I figured last week or last tribal that if I voted Jordy out, that the majority alliance." almost certainly would vote me out the next tribal but eh, here we are and that was yeah and guess what kj you were right why did you do what you did i like i don't i don't understand kj i sorry kj you you just i'm out i'm out if you're listening kj i'm sorry i'm out you seem like a nice person but i i think she's one that kind of got the shaft a little bit on the edit too because i feel like she was involved in a lot of moves but the way they showed it didn't really position her as someone who had a lot of influence. I'm not convinced maybe, but I don't know. I don't know about it either way. I I didn't believe KJ was necessarily for sure going home. I agree with you. I wasn't sure who it was going to be. I was just pretty sure it wasn't Mark because he seemed to convince everyone that he shouldn't go home for some reason. I I was shocked at how calm he was. Even if yep. he, even if he thought like, oh, I feel pretty good without the idol, you know, I, I don't know, it could be me. And obviously, maybe he was thinking that because it's Survivor, anything can happen. But he yeah. seemed like alarmingly calm for <laughs> given the situation. I feel like Sam was freaking out, particularly the previous tribal, because she, in her mind, and the jury's mind, they've all got to be thinking, all right, Mark, and then Mark shows up without immunity around his neck, like. Like shit, Mark is. This is it. This is the end of the road. Like they'd be crazy to let him go through, but somehow they did not vote him out. Somehow they did not vote out the next most likely person to win, Josh. And I don't know. I, I think Mark again. Credit to him. He he convinced a lot of those people to that they should do something that they shouldn't have done. But not credit to the people who didn't vote Mark and Josh out. Yikes! I don't know. I think some of those people they just. That's that's know. that's the big talking point, at least for me. So, and I think for a lot of people as well. So at tribal, it's a two-two-one. Josh and KJ with two. Mark gets one vote from Chrissy. From Chrissy. So on the revote, Chrissy flips. Ba- I mean, basically flips and votes, and then votes KJ to the jury. Yeah, she should have. At that point, Mark and Josh are, all intents and purposes, the same person, the same yeah. player. You can't. She kind of went, she kind of made most of a move in putting one vote on Mark. Fine, do it. Then when Mark is safe, you have to go then all in and, and take out Josh there. Yeah. It's a half it's a half measure. And then you have both guys back at camp potentially pissed off at you. Both are bigger threats than you in the game to win. And you you miss an opportunity to take out a, a huge player. Yeah, um, nice Breaking Bad reference, by the way. But uh, Chrissy should have – oh, no, you don't get that? That I said? Yeah, maybe that's just a common phrase that I associate with Breaking Bad, half, the half measure. You, that's, that, 
you associate that yeah. with Breaking Bad? Yeah, yeah. Two of the biggest episodes are half measure and full measure. It's like season four. Anyways, more, more on that later. Sorry. For I'm, I'm super this. glad that you picked up a Breaking Bad reference and I didn't considering <laughs> I know, I know. how much more average you think that show is. Yeah, it, it's a good show. It's just a little overrated. Anyways, back to Survivor. Um, Chrissy, I think Chrissy could have won the game. Almost should have won the game right, right here. I think that move, Shay's going to win the next immunity like and we'll get to that challenge when we get to it but like she's gonna win that challenge and mark goes home like chrissy i think chrissy should have won the game 100 percent. messed it up that yeah that i mean that was her, her only chance to win i think the the, th- the three women their only chance to win was to go yeah. to the end together yeah for sure and and i think i don't know if chrissy doable. just didn't see that or if she just couldn't get herself to go against Josh at that point, even though she, then yeah. she did what one, two days later. One, yeah. She was just one too late to do it. I, I don't, I, I don't so. know what, but I mean, she definitely played with her emotions. It felt like for a good chunk of the game, I mean, it got her to the end, but mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're playing for the win. Yeah. And as, as we, as we saw, I mean, actually, no, we didn't because Josh still voted for Mark, but um, I was gonna say, as we saw it, it, I don't. I don't think this this group of players would have taken a vote against them, personally, to the point where that would be the reason not to vote for them. Right. I, I think Chrissy does this to Josh in that episode, or yeah, that moment, and then they get Mark out the next. Like they should, then she's Shane giving Josh's is, vote. Yeah, she's getting Josh's for, vote for sure. Josh can be a little salty. She, he can be a little salty, but he's not going to vote for the other two. They didn't do anything. Like. Like Chrissy could even then Shay wins and Chrissy can lead the charge against Mark, get Mark out at game over. Like, like I, I think, man, I, I, I love Chrissy. We, we love. Oh her. yes, we, she, you she's, know we love her. She's top of the list. Her and Jordy of people I want to see play again, though they're one A yeah. and one B in whichever order you want to put them. Absolutely, and I, I think she could have done it. You know, I, I hope Chrissy gets another chance tonight. I feel like it's very likely she will. I feel like. It won't be for for, a, for lack of Australian Survivor production trying. Oh right, and and I think when she comes back, she's gonna know what she's doing way more, and I think that's exciting because she's gonna bring her really good social game, which she does have, and she was right that she had that, but but she'll realize her mistakes she made, and I think she could be a good player in the future. I think I think a good comp for her is a less cunning Suri. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Just she everybody, so- everybody loves her. Yeah. Every, the fans, the other players, the hosts, everyone is in love with them, adores them. Not a physical threat. Mm-hmm. Biggest social threat on the island, guaranteed. Suri definitely has more strategic chops, but she was also a fan of the game. Yeah. Um, and this was Chrissy, basically her introduction, more or less, to the game. I think she maybe watched right. a few episodes or like a season before. This one started, if even that, it could be wrong there. Um, mm-hmm. But if she gets now, she got the a full game experience, not just like a couple days or a couple weeks, a full game experience. If she comes back, she'd be a huge threat. But if she comes back in an all returning season, you know, an all stars or second chance, whatever they might do next, that's that's where I think she would have had the most room to work. If she yeah. comes back in a situation like this. I mean, although Mark did that too, and then, then he won the game. So you know, what the hell do I know? Right. But no, I hear you. I think, I don't know. She's a scary player coming back. And she's one of those people that people would not like think they have to worry about her. And I think she would quietly work her way through the game. But like, 
actually making some really good moves and, and really putting the hammer down the end. I don't know. I think, I think a Chrissy coming back in a returning season, returning all returning player season, if she can get past the first like four episodes, five episodes and just get past the physical stuff that I'd, I'd bet on her to win the game. She'd be really high on my list. I think my, my worry for her is that her game doesn't really mesh with a winning Australian survivor game. Yeah, that's fair. I think she could win a U.S. Survivor. She could for sure win South Africa with, sure. with this kind of gameplay. But but the Australian Survivor, and not to say she couldn't adjust, but this game she played, I, I'm not surprised she got zero votes, even with how well she was, how much everyone loved her, like we talked about. Mm-hmm. It's just not what you typically go to for a winning game in Australia. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, but so that brings us to the final four and again, a, a pretty interesting group of people, um, yeah. in terms of, in terms of how to like differentiate their games, Mark and Josh, like you said, are pretty close, but Shay and Chrissy have played very different games from those two. Um, so, I mean, you've got to be thinking Josh or Mark wins at this point, just because right. of how they played and what the jury is going to perceive as valuable. I probably would have put Shay in second position. Just because how much they, the Australian players tend to value challenge performance and effort, that. Sure. But again, second position would have been like an eight-two-zero vote, not like anything anything close. Yeah, I don't know. I think I disagree a little bit. Or I mean, I, mean, I, think, I, I guess I guess um, third out of the four, but yeah, second. I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. No, I. I, I hear what you're saying, but I actually disagree. And I would have put, I would put Chrissy ahead of Shay. Like even as, I mean, we obviously Josh goes home, but like, even with those three, I thought Chrissy might get a vote or two. I don't know. I think, I think the Australian people value good, good hard, like the, the challenges. Yeah. They, they value that. But I think, I do think they value like a good strategic, honest game a ton as well. Like, like Christy from season one, I think embodies this and she's not, she was not anything special in the challenges, but she like played an honest game and played a decent strategic game, which I feel like was Chrissy as well. Um, where shit, I don't know. I feel like Chrissy played a better strategic game than Shay did like by quite a bit. And, and I think then the social game of Chrissy puts her above Shay, but I don't know. That's a good. It's a It'd be close. I I think, I think that was on the surface, but at given the tribal performances, the final tribal, I think right. Chrissy explained her game way better yeah, than, than she, she did. She I think did Chrissy actually speech. was pretty good at final tribal. She did great. She just went up against Mark, who destroyed yeah. it, and rightfully so. Yeah. Um, but so that for this final challenge, they come in. JLP reveals is a final three. Like it's some big news. Like, dude, the game is over this. tomorrow. Yeah, we knew this. <laughs> in, in, like, knew like, this. Fans knew it. The players knew it. Unless they're doing two immunities in one day. Like it's day 46 yeah. of a 47 day game. And I love how they didn't give any manufacturer like big reaction to it. Just like kind of like smiling. Like, yeah, duh, dude. Yeah, for sure. It's they knew they knew. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways. And then this next moment, this is when I became convinced Mark was going to win the game when they, so what they usually do or often or maybe always do at the final tribal or final immunity challenge and final tribal is they bring in some sort of like family visit. Mm-hmm. And usually they bring mm-hmm. in the actual members to 
the challenge. Like they did it even last season at um in Brains versus Braun. This time it's just phone calls. And Mark's call was was longer and way more emotional than than the other three. And tremendously granted, longer. Yeah. Yes. And granted, it was with his young son. It might lead itself to be a little more emotional, but Josh had a brand new pregnant fiance. Didn't spend a lot of right. time there. Mark's was like, oh, okay, yeah, this is this is a winner's moment right here. Yep. Yep. Hundred percent. I mean, it goes along with the re- the rest of the editing in the season, but yeah, just really proved it in that moment. Yeah. Um, I was a little disappointed in this challenge. I hated it. Horrible, Most, horrible final challenge. Mostly because they've become so known for just these like literal torture final challenges. The Brains versus Braun was absolutely nuts. Like it was an insane challenge. St- standing on wooden pegs with uh, like the cage sharp, s- pointy cage, slowly lowering yeah. down on you. <laughs> That's awesome. The the season the season four finale where they're like on like the cross pretty much yeah. just yeah that yeah. one was nuts um and this one like it'd be hard but it's not what i come to so, expect and love from my final australian yeah. challenges uh, i thought it was it was it was literally one of the worst final challenges of any survivor i've seen and and here's why Ooh. yeah I, I truly believe this you one look at the challenge and actually i think they even previewed it like in the next time on last week one look at the challenge, and I will bet my life-saving Shay is winning this challenge. Now, granted, in a typical Australian final challenge, you're going to probably bet on Shay anyways, but like this one was just pure endurance and, and strength in relation to your body weight. Like That's not what the final challenges have been in Australian Survivor. Like, take... Take, I mean, we, we've talked about all these torturous challenges. I, honestly, my favorite one is just the simple first one they do. And they did the first couple times. Stand on a couple pegs, touch the idol, last person to not be touching the idol wins. Like that, that can last seven hours. And go back to Borneo. Is, yeah, yeah, absolutely. First. Like that's almost more torturous, I think, than the insane one that Haley and George had to do. Like, yeah, that one has a lot of bells and whistles, but people are going to bow out of that one earlier because it's more insane. The, the one that's simpler is just like, man, do you have the mental strength and toughness to stand there for like seven plus hours and win a million dollars? And that's what I want to see. I want to see Mark against Shay in that scenario where Mark is going just like literally what Mark said it pre, like prior to the challenge was, I'm either going to win this challenge or I'm going to lose consciousness. Like that, that didn't come to fruition because the challenge was stupid, but if it was a typical challenge, I believe it. I believe him. And I want to see that war between him and Shay. So very disappointed in the challenge. I love how intense you are on that take. I, I'm, I'm here for it. I, I, I disagree mainly because the, the final challenge was set months before this or weeks before this, before the, sh- the show even started, they knew what the final sure. challenge was going to be. And I think it's just the risk they take that if they're, if, I mean, cause you know, if, if Jordy and Jesse had made it to the end with Shay, like those three could have battled it out for a few hours. Yeah. But, but still, I just think it's a dumb challenge for us. I, I it's do agree strength. that they, it's they, not, they should it's do it. It's strength. It's, they should have the last one be a little more even, but you know, it right. looked cool, and, like, and that's probably what they're yeah, going pe- for. People get people. Yeah, it looked cool. That's that's what they were going for for sure. But like, 
I mean, people have strengths and weaknesses and all these various challenges, but like this one, like, like, like whenever people got out of this challenge, it's because their like bodies refuse to go on anymore. Like their, their arms start shaking. They just like couldn't do it any longer. And, and that's the person who's just most strength relative to their body weight's going to win. And regardless if Shay's there or not, that's just how it was going to be, even if it was closer. Do you think it would have made any difference if they were unable or like not allowed to move their hands off the pegs? Or do you think that would just play uh, even more into her favor? I think it would play more into her favor. I, I think that allowed Mark and like him and Josh, the bigger, heavier guys to last longer than. I think they just wanted people to make it to the lower pegs. Yeah. Cause I yeah, feel like, sure. like, like Chrissy, I feel like would have been out way earlier. I mean, she lasted like an hour and a half, which is yeah, no she joke, did great. It, but be, that's so huge. Cause you see it so often in any challenge where they're holding onto something when they're done, they're just like shaking their hands or their, their hands are just like stuck in a position. Mm-hmm. That's um, hard. Yeah. I think it was what's maybe it was Survivor 41 where there were some challenges that were, they were holding on to something and they literally, maybe it was even this season. And I think it was this season. I think it was Jesse. Maybe they like hold onto a rope and he had to take his other hand and yeah. peel his fingers off one by one. Yeah. Like the hand stuff is so intense. We're, and we're I feel my- like, <laughs> I was going to say, remind me, again, I've said this before about my feet, but remind me if I'm ever on Survivor to practice grip strength and toughen my hands up before I go on Survivor. <laughs> wow, is that important? Untie some knots. Yeah. 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 Tough, tough those fingernails up. Yeah. There's some, that's the stuff people probably don't think. I mean, I guess like the intense people probably do, but it'd be an easy one to, to overlook if you're doing like strength training before you go out there. I feel like rock climbing, that's the best activity you can do to prepare for Survivor. Just go do a bunch of rock climbing. Rock climbing and slide puzzles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in in American Survivor, at least. Australian Survivor, yeah. you can you can basically ignore puzzles, it seems like. Um, but yeah, so so Shay wins. And then it's you think it's it's probably gonna be Josh, but it kind of depends on is Chrissy gonna flip or not. Um, if you think it's either gonna be unless you had a different thought, I figured it's either gonna be Josh in a three one or a two two between Josh and Mark and they go to fire. Yeah, I mean I think that's what I was thinking. And then all the conversations happened and some people were made some poor, poor decisions there. Um, so, yeah. All right. And maybe you can clear some of the confusion here on Josh's master plan that he, that he pitched to, to Mark. Cause it, <sighs> it seemed to be missing a few steps. He yeah. goes up to Mark and says they, they can vote Chrissy and then they'll just hope the girl get their signals crossed. Okay. So did I, did I, am I missing a piece there? Here's, here's what I think Josh was saying. Here's what he's trying to say. He's trying to say, let's hedge our bets. They're going after one of us. Like it's stupid to vote Chrissy out of the game right now, but let's hedge our, hedge our bets. And if we both vote Chrissy at the very least, one of us will get to be, have a fire making challenge against Chrissy, which is the most likely scenario if they stick together. And he's saying maybe the girls will mess something up and then Chrissy just goes home. And that's like an unlikely best case scenario. So that's, this is Josh's pitch. And I think it's a very reasonable pitch and it's a pitch that both Josh and Mark should make to each other. And Mark even said, Oh, I would, I expected you to say this to me, but the, where Josh is super was super wrong is like, you got to make that pitch and then, and pretend like you're going to do it, but then try to convince the girls to vote out Mark and say, you're going to vote Mark yourself. Like, and you got to vote. He has to do what Mark did. 
Yes. Yes, for sure. So like this, I think, and I think that just, that's a good kind of encapsulation of, of where Josh's game falls a little short. Like I think he played a good game, but sometimes some moments throughout the game was just a little too trusting and kind of like naive with some things and didn't quite have the experience that Mark had. And, and this is where it really shows. Yep. Cause then um, Mark, as we said, he, he agrees to it, but then his real plan really starts coming into focus here. And this is where all the work he's been doing the last several weeks in the game really pays off that all of the, the posturing of, Oh, Josh is the leader. Josh is the number one threat. Josh is the biggest, you know, strategic thinker out here. He can really fall back on that lay it on thick yeah. to, to Chrissy, especially she's the one he's got to convince mm-hmm. that, you know, if you go, if you go to the end with Josh, you will for sure lose. And it, you know, that's, and that you want a chance, you have to get rid of Josh. You get rid of your number one, get right. rid of like number, your number one ally, everyone's number one threat. And now's the time for, to, for Mark to, to reap the benefits. It's either going to work and he's going to win the game or it's not. And he's either going to lose or have a much, much harder battle. He did a great job. You know, he's in this final four where he's just got to get rid of Josh and he's with these two women who have been easily convinced of things the whole game. And he did what Josh should have done and and really convinced them to do what he wanted them to do and won the game because of it. Yeah. He he told Chrissy, Chrissy, like at some point you got to make a move for you and you got to vote Josh out and that's your move. And Chrissy did that thinking that was her big move that could, that could win her the game, but really she should have done a different big move and convinced Josh and, and Shay to get Mark out or voted Mark out at the previous travel council or that, and then won the but, game. Yeah. And then vote out Josh and then <sighs> win the game. But um, any thoughts on, on this tribal before, I mean, Josh voted out three, one, but Again, I know we don't usually have a ton to say on drive unless something big happens. Josh was really salty when he got voted out. He, he was in shock. Like even, again, even this the, is I get it, but he voted for Chrissy. Yeah, yeah, I, he did no right to be that salty. I think he's more salty at Mark. Like again, this is just Josh. I think like oh, I had this conversation with you, Mark. Like I can't believe you didn't do what we talked about. And then like later in the final tribal, when Mark came clean. It's like, oh, yeah, of course you did that, Mark. Like, Josh, you're an idiot for just believing that. I, I'd have to think it was just the heat of the moment. Yeah. That especially if he if he if he was convinced that he and Mark's plan was going to be the one they're both going with and right. then to get it flipped on its head. If he truly didn't see it coming, then I can see how in that in that instant reaction where he might get a little salty. But then, yeah, not even to hug like to hug Chrissy. That, that was that's what was weird to me. Yeah, he was pissed. Yeah. But as you said, Josh is his family, whether he whether he wants to be or not. <laughs> I love that. That's good. That's good. So we go to the final tribal. And as Mark's opening statement also was like, okay, he's gonna win the game. Yeah. Because he killed it. He he got I think it was him also just saying the best stuff, but that he also mm-hmm. got more time than the other two. But I love how he comes out and just says, yeah, my strategy out here was, was to win. It's like, <laughs> great. Everyone's is, but I love how he just said it. And then yep. he just lays out every single decision he and Sam made together. And he had 
backup for everything people would come at come at him for the second idol, not playing the idol for Sam, a whole bunch of stuff that he even got Jesse and Jordy. I mean, Jordy even said, we still look up to you as a person we want to be like. Yeah. And yeah. if you have Jesse and Jordy saying that, like, not that, not yes, that they're, yeah. yeah, that, that's like, oh yeah. If those two are for sure voting for him, Mark's getting at least eight votes and an easy win. Yep. I'm a big Jesse Jordy fan. Like, oh yeah, they're great. They're, they're going after the, them. It was them versus Mark and Sam for a lot of that end game there. And at the end of the day, they, they lost and they were, they realized that Mark and Sam just, just beat them and they gave him credit rightfully so and weren't salty about it and yep cool yeah, cool people they, they had a, they had a good, good scrap absolutely right oh and then so on their other opening statements uh shay talks about just her constant fight just to get one more day and then one more day and then one more day working from the bottom and it's a valid argument but if that's the only thing you can yeah. fall back on it's it's not great for your chances it's I mean, winning the last two immunities always looks good, but I think back to kind of like Michelle Fitzgerald in Koran, where she won the last two or three immunities, and that kind of put her over the top, but she was doing a lot more, even kind of in a somewhat similar position to Shay. But you've, yeah. you've, got, you've got to do more than just win a couple of challenges and it's... fight from the bottom. Because like, like we said, staying on top is just as hard as right. getting out of the bottom. It's hard to win the game playing a game like shaded, I think. And again, I like Shay, but if someone who is physically very good at the challenges, you're going to be a big threat. But then if that's all you're doing and, and you know, you're a big threat, it felt, it felt like she knew she was a big threat and she's trying to like not put herself in the spotlight as much as possible. And so she didn't make any moves really. She just kind of won the challenges and tried to stay in the game as much as possible, but never really put her in a spot to like try to convince people to do stuff and make, make some cool moves and, and take power in the game. So it's tough. It's, it's, I don't know. It's a tough road for her to win. I think. Yep. Yep. Agreed. Again, three women would have been a much more interesting vote. I feel like, or could have been yeah. uh, then Chrissy just talks about her social game. And again, a very good foundation for your game. Yeah. Um, I do love how she mentioned I got a vote on day five, didn't get another vote until day 41 or whatever day that was, because that's a huge, huge point for her yeah. that that if you play it right and it's, and you don't let it get uh, manipulated into, oh, well, no one considered you a threat. So there's no reason to vote you out. That is people wanted to keep me around. So they didn't never voted for me. And I feel like Mark could have done that, too. I don't know if Mark got like any votes against him, really, aside no. from the, the end with the tribal. Um, but, but again, she can really only focus on her, on her social game, which is, is a part of a, of a strong game, but I feel like I'm trying to think back just off the top here of any iteration of survivor where that's like the only thing you have going for you. The, yeah. the one that comes to mind, and there's a lot of caveats here is Natalie White and Samoa where, yeah, a lot of caveats there. Yeah, I, I think, I mean, it would that season was just an ad for Russell for heroes versus villains, and well, everyone everyone hated Russell, and the 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 prevailing thought or mindset or facts like whatever you want to say is that Natalie was involved in more decisions, but 
they just showed everything from, from Russell's perspective because he was a better storyteller and they wanted yeah. the audience to be familiar with him on season 20. But that's, that's maybe the closest I can think of, at least in modern survivor. Like I, f- I feel like maybe like um, Tina in all the way back in Australia, season two, maybe a little bit of that, but that is so long ago. It doesn't even really count comparing them, but you really got to have some sort of a second part to, to lean on. I'm going to say a little bit. Christy and um oh what's the old what's the older woman's name who won season three of Australia? Oh, uh Shar- no Shan. Shane 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 yeah though I'm gonna credit Shane's win to Sharn just screwing up and Christy, Christy to Chris- Lee Christy so to Christy Lee screwing a, up. Christy had a killer final tribal yeah. and Lee blew it. Right. And Shane had a steady <laughs> Fallon tribal and Sharn blew it. Yeah. I, I think Chris C though, like I think Chris C is a better player than Christy and eh, Christy's uh, comparable to Christy, better player than Shane. Um, where I think if Mark's not in that final tribal, I would have loved to seen actually um, Shay, Chrissy and Josh. I think it's Josh's game to lose. But with Chrissy's performance in Final Tribal, I thought she did great. And if Josh screws it up, I wouldn't have been shocked at all to see Chrissy win. Um, so I don't know, Chrissy. She she had her moments, I think. Uh, but like, like the question uh, Michelle or Mel asked, I I still get them confused. Chrissy, on a scale of zero to ten, played a ten out of ten social game, and then a meh rest of it. Um, but, but yeah, I, I mostly agree with everything you said. Yep. Um, any, any thoughts or agree disagreements on any of the questions that came up and the responses that the, the three gave mm. the, the one that really stuck out to me and it ended up not really no. being a big deal. Cause I didn't think it, she had much of a chance anyway, but when she asked Shay to rate herself as a player yeah, and she gave an eight and everyone's face was just like yikes like yo shay that's way too high show some self and then she bumped it up a half point after when she was done talking i, I love that's the self-confidence tough. i yeah but but it, it feels like it feels like a trap question it's you know it's a tough spot to be in because you're up against mark who just played a fantastic game and if you want a chance to win at all you gotta at least convince them that you played an at least eight out of 10 game, which isn't going to be enough to win. But yes, everyone was like, Ooh, yeah, you, you, really you can't say a six. Cause then it's like, well, why would I give you the win? Yeah. And you, and then you say an eight and you give bad reasoning for it. Um, I don't think that was like an, an ill intentioned question, but it did no. feel like it was, it was intentional or not. It was kind of a trap. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I felt bad for shame because in that moment, I feel like she realized that she truly had no chance to win the game when she saw their reactions. Um, yeah, had to. Uh, the question I was most surprised by actually was uh, was Sam's question, which which just I mean, obvious, uh, obviously, Mark's gonna, Mark won and was going to win, but she asked Chris, Chrissy a question, which just kind of gave Chrissy a chance to like just show that she played a good game, and and it seemed to the. And, you know, I'm confused because the way she Sam worded her question, it made it seem like everyone was going to answer the question. And I don't know if it was an edit 
or if I just missed something, but they only showed Chrissy answering the question. So I, I don't know. I'm that was sure. the one where it was like, what did this game mean to you? Yeah. Right? I swear she didn't ask that to Chrissy and asked it to everyone, but I only Chrissy answered. I don't know. Mark didn't? No. It was literally so like she asked the question, and Mary and I were talking about this. And I watched she asked the question like, like an hour. Ago. I know, I know. I did we I did too. And she asked the question, and then literally Christy gave her answer and they moved on. I was like, What? What just happened there? Like, why didn't the other two answer? And, and then I was like, Did I miss her specifically ask Christy this question? And and Mary suggested that, oh, they probably just edited it, make maybe making us seem or not, I don't know, making us think that Chrissy's gaining some ground to make it seem closer. I don't know. It was weird. You, you well, I mean, I mean, we edit. know we know that they edit a bunch out of tribal <coughs> councils. Um, because the, I mean, I think final travels can go on for like a few hours sometimes. Like oh, I bet. We, we didn't even see Jord- Jordan get a question. Yeah. The other, or, twin or the other twin didn't get yeah. a question. I don't think, I don't think Dave did either. Yeah. I don't think so. So which, which sucks. And unless they, unless their question is just like pick a number one to 10, like let them have their moment there. Like this yeah, is, their, this, is this is everyone's last chance. You've got a, a 90 minute episode. You can find one minute to cut somewhere to give someone their, their jury moment. Um, I agree. Minor quibble, but not the first no, time we've totally seen it happen. Probably won't be the last, but I think everyone's got to have their shot there. Um, so then they get to the reading of the votes and dude, the Australian, they, they know how to do the family visits. I love the way they do it way better than the U S like it's not even I close. I agree. So they bring out, so they show Mark's um, mother-in-law, Sam's mom and their son on like a video on a video call and talk to him for a little bit. And they bring out Mark's dad and stepmom and it's just, just those two. I think so. Yep. Just his dad and stepmom. They come mm-hmm. out. Shay's parents and Ben come, come out. Chrissy's kids and croc come out. <laughs> and the, these moments always get me way more than the U S does. The U S feels so manufactured. And yeah. like forced, and there are all the jokes about Jeff Probst, like not really knowing what love is. That the, the loved ones' visits are him as like this like robot trying to like learn <laughs> what human emotions are, because he asks the most like awkward questions, and it's it makes for great TV moments, but it yeah. just feels so forced. And here, like Mark's like seeing his son got me like a little choked up, and like the that's what the moment should be for, and it should happen naturally, like yeah. I, I get it's a it's a small thing, but yeah, I, I, I really really prefer the way Australian Survivor does the does the family <clears throat> stuff. Totally agree. Totally agree. And then you get to the votes, and Mark wins in a 10-0-0 sweep. I I one thing I noticed um in in this season is that when they usually when they show the voting when they actually show somebody's vote, those votes get shown first. Yeah, and so we only saw Sam's vote, which we knew was going to be for Mark, obviously. But her vote was like third or fourth in line, and they've right. they've done that before with other votes, where you see someone's vote, you and then you and you see other votes revealed by Jonathan, and the one that you saw hasn't been shown yet, which you know is coming, and it's been like the the deciding vote before. It's like, well, we know what's right. happening because you showed it to us, and yeah. I yeah. I really wonder what the what the thinking is there now in this case. When it's when all ten are for Mark it doesn't make a difference, but it is it is kind of an odd choice where they would give away information like that. My thinking was 
and, and this is what I thought, like, as it happened was when they showed Sam's vote third, I had this moment of like, no way. Like, could that be it? Could that be all the votes for Mark? Cause as soon as they didn't show hers first, I was like, Oh, that'll be the decider. Like Sam showed it. So the, the, the wife's right. The wife's vote will be the decider. That's, that's kind of fitting. But when hers was third, I had like a, a very brief that I, di- I didn't believe it, but I was like a very brief, like, no way did like Chrissy or Shay somehow pull us off and get more votes. And, but I, I kind of like thought about it for a second. Maybe that's what they're going for. That would have been interesting. Yeah. Mark just that, I mean, that would have been, I don't even want to think about that. As much as I like Sh- Chrissy and Shay too, uh, a seven, three <laughs> victory over Mark would not have been, would not have been called for there or a four, three, three, four, three, three, man. I, I, I love a, a good plurality vote and discussed that before, but not at final tribal. That's yep. not yeah, as, as hilarious not. as it could be. That's not the time to, to have a, a plurality vote. I would love, I mean, I would love to see three very even deserving winners in the end and us having a three, 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 and then it comes down to the final. Vote. I would love to see it. It'd be wild. That, that'd be great for the drama. That'd be yeah. great. But we only get 40% of the votes. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. I, I would like it. If they were all truly like even in my mind, I would like it. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely scenarios where, where that would work, but I, I like, I like my winner to have an actual majority, but yeah. One of the, one of the faults of the final three. Yeah. True. 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 Um, let's see. I mean, that, pretty much I'm, does it i'm just i, I want to say this too yeah I, i'm just happy that they did not have a fire making challenge at final four to decide who's going to find i i was worried about that i do you watch the like the the next time on previews yeah i do so i because i thought about that i was like oh god if they're doing a final three maybe they're gonna do the fire making i'm convinced they would have teased it somehow in the in the preview for the finale yeah i you know, agree for the first time in Australian Survivor history, or they they would have alluded to it in some, some kind sense. of big twist, yeah, yeah, or or they'd show Jonathan saying, "But there's one last twist," or, or something dumb like that. Um, yep. So I'm very glad that that they didn't. Me too. Didn't go that route. I hope they don't. I want want them to go back to the final two. To be honest, at least give one of the three big English speaking versions the final two. But as long as they keep the fire making or mandatory fire making out of it, I'll take it. Um, do you want to do like a final full wrap up episode like next week or the week after? Or do you want to get in, into that stuff now? Let's get into it now. Let's do it. Okay. Ready. All right. Um, I have some notes here. I didn't print them out <laughs> like this. But overall thoughts, just brought big picture. Yeah. You liked it. How much you like it? Where does it sit in the yeah yeah Aussie Survivor Pantheon? There's seven Um, seasons now. hmm. I I liked it. I liked it a lot. It's it's not my favorite Australian season, but it's far from my least favorite. Um, I'll I'll say I'll reiterate my complaints about the season, and then I'll kind of fit it in there. And I, I would say. My complaints this season are the exact same as my complaints about the last season. And it's just the editing. I, I really don't like such a heavy edit for just a few people, even 
if they tell a very compelling story for those people and it's good television, I, I just don't, I just want more of an even split. I want to hear from all the people. I want to be more surprised and less certain about who's going to win and who's going to make it far and who's important and who's not important in the end. I, I really don't like it. I like, and as much as I love like Haley from last season, like one of my favorite Australian survivor players, and we got a ton of Haley and I love it. I still, I just want to hear from more people. I want to hear from more people. And I think that editing style kind of taints this season and last season a little bit for me, which keeps away from the very top. Um, I don't know. I'd maybe go very comparable to like season four is this one like kind of tied for like the, the third or fourth best Australian survivor where my favorite Australian survivor is, I would say it's all stars with a, but that's very close to season two. Really? I, would say, I don't know if I knew that. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, it's very close. Those two are very close. I, I think I love David as a winner and he just was so I, awesome. I feel like your, your complaints here are still super present in all stars mm. with David. That's, that's maybe, that's maybe fair. Um, here, okay. Here's, here's what I would say to that. <clears throat> David played the biggest boldest game ever in all stars where we're like the entire time all that was happening i never had a doubt that like of why david was getting so much airtime the entire time i was convinced he's going home any day now because he's playing such a big game and he was getting all this airtime because he was just he was the he was the season he he was running it making the big risky moves and he just pulled it off and so he kind of deserved all that airtime um, where this one and the last one, like, didn't quite feel the same to me. It, it felt like other people deserved airtime who didn't get it. And in, in all stars, I feel like people got the airtime they deserved. Um, so I don't know. And I just love, I don't know. David's, David's performance in all stars was so good. Just so dominant the whole, the whole time. And I don't know. I, I love it. And it's just, and and just having all the returning players, like all the good returning players, is, is fun to watch them battle. So that, that's why that one's so high for me. Fair, fair. Yeah, I, I do think David has one of the top three winning games of all time in, in all of Survivor. Yeah, yeah. Um, so hard to fault that. But um, I, I have I have season two, like clear cut, top of the pack. Like it's, I mean, that's, that's, that's a that's top five-ish all-time season probably for me. If you're, if you're ranking everything. Um, then I'd go season four, which is basically just like a not quite as good version of season two. Yeah. And then I, I probably have all stars at, th- at three, kind of for the same reasons. I loved David. So my, my thing with the edit, I don't like it, but I personally have gotten lucky in that most of the players who get the focus are players that I really enjoy. Sure. So I, I don't feel it as much as a lot of people do, but I really do get the complaint that, yeah, do I want a more even split should people like i think it was jay get voted out without having a single confessional in the season <laughs> no ab- absolutely not you got to have something yeah. to kind of look back and you you have to have one moment that's tv worthy one Especially single moment with australian survivor where we've so much time with them it's crazy yeah um, there's got to be something um and then 
it then after that it's super close between this and brains versus brawn brains versus brawn was so up and down yeah. we talked about that a little beginning of this season which is with all of the the twists and the advantages that just flopped like i think a 100 percent <laughs> fail rate i believe yeah and yep. but but the highs of that season are yeah. unbelievable a lot of that thanks to haley like like yeah. we've talked about before she's Love incredible haley. that she and george is great some other good characters um but but haley just phenomenal and then this season what i really love is how it took production one season to really pull back on the twists and things there was basically yeah. nothing there was no, the, was the there was the usual not a limbs whatever yeah, there was fine. the there was the um kj advantage with the take three people from tribal I, sure i think that was it yeah they and, did a good job and so that was sure. that was super encouraging to see that they just so like takes us 41 and 42 they filmed them back to back and are kind of carbon copies in terms of the the format there's been some tweaks so far um the cast is playing the advantages a little differently but what is in the game has so far been pretty much the same whereas here granted they weren't done back to back they had time to adjust um but i don't know if they took fan criticism or backlash into account or if they realized maybe this didn't work quite as well as we thought it would let's let's hang out a little bit but that was really encouraging to see so i'll be curious to see what they do next time now they have kind of the two extremes of way too much, basically nothing at all. Do they kind of find a middle ground there? Um, but that worked. Great winner, a lot of great cast. I thought the theme worked the best. The blood yeah. versus water theme has worked on any iteration. A yeah, lot of absolutely. thanks to to Mark and Sam. Yeah, absolutely. They, they found not a loophole, but a unique avenue in which to play the game and just dominated playing as two separate people playing as one. <laughs> And, right. and Mark pointed to it in his final speech, you know, I chose not to go on a tribe with Sam. We decided that we would not play the idol. If one of us gets voted out, the other will have two idols. If one of us wins, we both win. And to stick to that for 47 days is no, is no small feat. And, and then you got Nina and Sandra, of course, you know, that whole dynamic. And I thought they, that, I thought the theme really, really worked. Yeah. yeah, Nina's got to come back to Aussie and get get out of U.S. season. She's got absolutely. To. Nina's awesome. I feel bad for her. That, yeah, that was unfortunate. And then, um, and I probably put season three, then then one. Nothing wrong with season one, but they were working on a lot of kinks. Um, all right, I'm gonna give a definitive ranking as as after listening to you. I'm I'm gonna slide. I'm gonna slightly. You convinced me on a couple things. Um, I will go two number one i'll go to number one i think just the cast of number two is is unmatched it, um, it's arguably the the single best cast of I, any survivor season i would say so i would say 100 percent. just fantastic people to watch play the game um and then i'm going all stars as a very close second um then season four and i agree with what you said slightly worse season two then Blood versus Water, then Brains versus Brawn. Then for me, I have season one and then season three is last. I really struggled with season three. I did not like a lot of the cast. It was 
I did not like the broiness of, of some of the, the young guys tribe. Um, I hated that Shane Gould won so much. It just pained me when she won. And yeah, yeah, not my, not my favorite. It was, it was good. It was still, it was still good. It's still Australian survivor. Still recommend it. Don't skip it by any means, but man. yeah, like that, that's the thing. Um, there are, there are no seasons of Australian survivor that are like Thailand of, yeah. of us where it's just like straight up bad or I don't know the idols where it's like borderline offensive or actually offensive in some parts and, <laughs> and what happens. Um, there's nothing like that. These are all. So let's see. I think what there's, we'll call it 41 seasons. Since 42 is happening. Seven of these. So 48 seasons, I would say all of these are there's what does that say there's there's seven seasons i'd say five yep. of them are in the top half for sure oh 100 percent. and then and then even even one in three are probably around that 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 middle ground yeah not much on, for on, on one one side or the other pretty close to to the mid Agreed. mid pack somewhere um, so that's a really good track record for for eight seasons or seven seasons i'm sorry seven yeah. seasons to kind of reboot it and just for the most part, just get it right. Obviously, yep. um, aside from like a heroes versus villains, there's not going to be a universally loved season like to that extent. There's always going to be people with with nits to pick, and and often rightfully so. Um, mm-hmm. But to, mm-hmm. for the most part, just kind of get it right is is really impressive, and and I, I really am excited for what they do next. They didn't show a preview. Um, on the show, nothing on Twitter yet. Cause I know last season they had a, just a little like 10 second teaser of like blood going into water uh, that they sure. tweeted out shortly after, but nothing like that. I'm going to check right now, but I'm hoping that'll come the next few days. Although I haven't seen that they've actually been confirmed for a new season yet. Um, I'm sure they'll get it. I know the ratings weren't very good in Australia. At least oh, is, what really? is what I've heard, That's but weird. I don't know how all that works there. I don't know how it works in the U S like, come on. Um, but we will see. I think, I think the, I think it, Shannon, Shannon Gus, who covers, um, survivor for our Robert, the podcast and, and does some work with, um, uh, channel 10 that airs it. She's pretty certain it'll get a, get a renewal, um, at least as of you know early in the season. So, she seems to know some people. She works in networks, so she does know some people. Nice. Um, I, I trust. I trust what she says. So, um, fingers crossed, though. And I'm yeah. sure. I feel like it'll, it'll, it'll be good. Um, I'm I guessing. Hope... I'm guessing it'll be an, an all new player season. I hope so. Would, would be my I, guess. I hope they do that for nine and ten. Just give us a kind of normal nine, or sorry, eight in season eight and season nine, and give us something big for season ten. That's that's what I hope they do. I think that's kind of the way to do it. Do it on the fives and the zeros. Yeah. And just kind of maybe experiment a little in between or do the, the new players, or I guess here, like mostly new players on the, on the in-betweeners and then on the zeros and fives do something different. If it's yeah. not yet, yeah, you don't have to do like all stars or second chance every time, but those are the ones to kind of go a little bigger with it. For sure. I, yeah. I'd imagine they will. If they went all stars at season five already. Yeah. They'll probably do something bigger for 10. I agree. I, I bet we'll get a some kind of heroes versus villains-esque season. Um, and you know, they can you can mix in some returning players here and there. Like this was perfectly fine to bring back the four returning players. I 
I hope they do a, a brand all new players next season, but even season nine, you could you could bring a couple of people back or even I, just I two. think I think this season showed the I mean it did show the extreme of bringing back a very <laughs> small amount. I mean Andy was the first was the first vote. Mark <laughs> wins the game. Yeah. Like yeah, those are kind of the, the, the either way. The worst fear of the returning player and the worst fear of the other players is everything they feared of Sandra doing. Yeah, you know, in a different path, obviously, is what is what Mark did. That right. I think he and Sam. It wasn't like he came back and Sam was playing for the first time. Them both coming back again had to be such an advantage on top of them being being married together out there. Yeah, in retrospect, you looking back as a, a not returning player this season, you gotta be kicking yourself like how did we not see how big of an advantage it is having those two like i swear it happens every time (laughs) these kind of these kind of scenes happen something's got to get into you on the island where your mind wanders or you're focused on other parts but this happens people talk about this exact thing and then players don't do it or they wait a long time to do it um so there's gotta be something out there I mean, it's the same thing how Sandra won, won the second time. It's like, you know what she's going to do. Right. And then right. she keeps keeps doing it. But um, going back to the you know potential returning players, off the top of your head, who would you want to see come back from this cast? Uh, first and foremost, Nina. Um, I, th- I mean, they said she'll be back, and I think she was so good. What a great player she was. She'll be back. I, I can't wait. Um after her, I mean, my next person I would want to see back is Jordy. Um, <clears throat> yeah, Jordy, great character. Maybe tone down the Batman references next time, but <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but I still love to see him back. Um, after him, honestly, the next person after him I want to see back is Jesse. Um, I think they are both great. Jesse just happened to get voted out first. Chrissy. Obviously, we love Chrissy. I think she'll be back at some point. I hope hope she comes back and we see what she's capable of with some experience. Um, lastly, no, not last. I got a couple more. Um, Khan, I think, was very entertaining. I think he certainly could be invited back. And lastly, I'm going to go with Ben, actually. I think Ben was a good player, super passionate about the game and challenges and just to enter and, and just a good guy. I, I think he was very entertaining to watch and yeah, I, I would like to see him back. Nice. Nice. I agree with everyone you mentioned. I'm just looking at the cast here. Aside from Sophie, there's no one who I would like actively say no to. There's some. So, so I'm out like, for KJ, like, I Sorry, could go either KJ. way with her. I, I like feel, you, KJ, as a person. I just don't want to see you on Survivor again. <laughs> I, I, feel, I feel like I wouldn't mind KJ getting another shot just because of like the, the edit. Like, let her get a fair edit and, and see if it changes changes the an opinion on it. Because I feel like she had good ideas, but we never saw her side of things. And was that because they just thought Jordan was more interesting or was she just bad at explaining it or were they actually not that good? Um, I feel like she's got potential and the next two, the only other people I would, I would say like kind of campaign for not hard, but maybe a little bit 
would be um, probably some surprises. Amy and Brianna, actually. Because so Amy, Amy got aggressive at the wrong time. Yeah. But someone who has that kind of mindset can be a very fun player. And I feel like Brianna got caught up in a tough situation early on and just fumbled. Yeah. But I I feel like she she could be a player um, that at least can be entertaining. You know, maybe Mm -hmm. that is maybe that is who she is on the survivor and she's just overexcitable can't can't control herself and she's just gonna get voted out early every time but i feel like if she if they maybe like won that second challenge and she had some time to really get her footing yeah i thought she could maybe do some damage there so those are the kind of players that i like to look for yeah, yeah. To, to come back because obviously the ones you mentioned cons and jordy and chrissy nina they're the obvious ones that i kind of think back to not that any of these players are her but sarah lacina like when sure. she came back for game changers, I was like, why is she coming back? Like sure. she did not play that well in Kagayan. She wasn't that entertaining. And then she just played an incredible game to, to win. I, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm super in for it. I, I, I liked Brianna. I think she just was a classic case of like big survivor fan, super excited to be here. Couldn't contain herself, but like clearly like knew the game, you know, she's a super fan. She knows what she knows what she's supposed to do. She I just, think she, she was just like it. 10 steps ahead of where she was had to yep. be. And, and I, I, it's hard. I, I, I can, I, if I were ever on the show, I hope that doesn't happen to me, but I could see how this happens to people. And, and uh, yeah, I, I'd be in for her coming back. She seemed like a cool person and, and entertaining. And yeah. I think they did a good job of getting just like good people. Yeah. Aside from the one on, on the cast where there was, Aside from Sophie, there was no one that you were like, at least from our perspective, I don't think that you were rooting against because of who they because were they as, a, as a person. Sure. That maybe you don't like how Jordy plays the game, so you didn't root for him. But I don't sure. think many people would say, "Oh, Jordy's a jerk." I don't want him to win because he's a bad guy. And I feel like there's often going to be a person or two like that where it's like, "Oh, that guy's just a dick," and I don't want to see them see see them win. You know, but th- this it- this cast was pretty good in that regard. You know, it's, a, it's an interesting topic. I, I think it's a delicate balance with people who are shitty people where I, I think Survivor in recent years has gone towards like having just really good people on Survivor, especially American Survivor. Like I miss having shitty people on Survivor. I would like to see some people who are bad people and I want to watch them interact with everyone. Now, I think there's a fine line, though. Like, like a couple examples. Like, man, like in, in U.S. Survivor history, like I can, like, uh, I think Brandon. Abby Abby Maria. Who do, who do you say? Brandon Hans. Yeah, Brandon Hans. Um, I feel like Jutia right, comes to mind. There are some people where I watch them and I'm like, holy shit. I do not want to watch you. You it is uncomfortable how terrible of a person you are and how mean you are to the, your fellow contestants. Like, please just don't do this versus like a Philip Shepard who is like a goon, but I, I'm all for, I want some super outrageous people who are a little socially unaware and like, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like we haven't seen that in a long time. Yeah. I, I think I don't want to say like us survivors gotten gone soft, Oh, but, but they I, have. I feel like they're there are they're much more conscious of the type of person 
that they're that they're yeah. casting um and and not just with the with their new like diversity initiative but like literally like the core of the person that yeah. they're putting on the show um but I, I also think it's not necessarily a bad thing because it just makes it kind of ugly like the discourse around it if there's someone that everyone is just like piling on whether it's sure. warranted or not but yeah. it, it's kind of interesting you mentioned specifically Abby Maria and Jatia because I think them in the game and outside the game like have very different perspectives from other sure. people because like I've, I've heard some interviews with both of them in recent years and they don't really seem like the same person that they sure. were on the show and that's good and I don't really know how to reconcile that not necessarily with how I feel about them but with I guess how the show goes about casting mm-hmm. if they're just be more cognizant of of those kind of people if they're maybe push them to the side or or if there's giving them giving kinder edits um but it, it's it is a kind of a tough line to walk yeah yeah it's tricky it's tricky i mean i i think especially americans forever they want to avoid like uh what's the guy's dan situation they, they want to avoid those situations but but after that i mean once someone is once they're reasonably confident, someone is pretty solid. I want to see more conflict like, like Roxroy. He's a, he's a good example. Like he's, he's not easy to get along with. And I like it. I, I like that. He's on the show. That's the good um, kind of conflict because it's not him being like a douchebag. It's just yeah. him being a hard just, ass who doesn't realize he's being right. overly hard ass. Socially, social unawareness right there. They're just like a coach or just like Philip Shepard. I, I need more people like that. So social unawareness is, I've said it before, and I'm sure I'll say it again, say it right now, is maybe the most important thing to have on Survivor for a bunch of reasons, but lack of it leads to incredible moments as reviewers. <laughs> I agree. That's that's almost a, a trait that the recruiters of Survivor, I'm sure they look for it and Sometimes they get people with great social awareness. Sometimes not so much. It's good. You need, you need a good diverse amount of social awareness in your cast. Yes. All right. Um, any, any last thoughts here on specifically this season, Australia survivor as a whole survivor as a whole. Um, it was great. I, I look forward to the next Australian season. I, I don't know. I mean, I hate to keep talking about it. I just, I just hope the editing stuff changes a little bit, like more, more so from like, a, I just hate having things like spoiled for me. And I just want to, I want to figure it out, but not with the edit. Uh, yeah. So the, the one kind of piece of hope there is if the reason they tone down the, the twists this season is because of the fan backlash, mm-hmm. the edit has been a huge topic in Good. that regard. Good. So it, if if that's what where they took that cue from, they could do it again here. Um, I wouldn't hold my breath on it, but I think if they're seriously looking at feedback or asking for feedback, that's one thing they'll see a lot, and maybe they'll they'll do it. Maybe they'll say, "Hey, this is gonna make the most entertaining episode." So, do we want? But I'd agree. That's kind of the next thing they need to do to really take it up a notch and really kind of get it back to that. You can't really recapture season two. That was you know, lightning in the bottle, like a, se- a season four or a more balanced season five, something like that, mm-hmm. I think is for sure within their grasp. Um, but let's have to wait and wait and see season eight. 
when it happens, I'm hoping we'll be back to cover that, uh, both on the blog and here on the podcast. Survivor South Africa is up next, I believe, in July. I don't think we'll be able to cover it on the podcast. Don't count it out, but don't plan on it the way things look right now. Um, we'll see. For sure, be blogging about it, so at least have that. But if we can swing it, we will we'll do it. But a few other things are few other irons in the fire that might prevent it but again we'll we'll see but don't plan on it it is that one is going to be a returning player season and if the rumored cast is correct you'll need to watch seasons four through eight to get to cover all the jeez there's that many seasons already of south africa so so they rebooted it with season six so there's been three seasons of the reboot Mm -hmm. and there were five seasons obviously ahead of that got it and then there were so Nico Panaggio, the current host, he came in at season three. Hmm. And then there are a couple returning players from four and five. Again, if, if the rumor cast is correct, you could get by with watching six, seven, and eight and sure. skipping four and five. But if you want to get every single player, you need to watch four through eight again if the cast is correct. Um, but it's shorter seasons, both. It's a, they're 39 days. They're longer episodes, but like 45 to 50 minutes typically. Sure. And, and they're like 16 episodes. Um, okay. So longer than us, shorter than Australia. So it'll seem like a breeze comparatively, but it's also tons of fun. If for anyone out there who has now watched Australian survivor and is going to go back and watch South Africa, when you get to season eight, <coughs> immunity Island, just consider the fact that that was airing at the same time brains versus Braun was airing. And compare the two games. It's it's fantastic. Um, but once again, we'll be back for Australian season eight. That's the plan. Season nine, wait and see. Jared and I are running with Survivor 42. That's been a lot of fun so far after a, what we thought was a rough premiere. Been really good since then. So, so hopefully that, that will continue. And for any Survivor coverage, whether international or domestic or a Brant Steel, if Chris will get on the South Africa train, we can finally get one of those going. Um, or we can just do it in Australia, US if we have to bite the bullet. But for any of that, make sure you are subscribed to Talking Llama, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere you listen, you can find us there. Be sure to follow us on social media, Twitter at Llama Talk Pod, Instagram and at Talking Llama Pod. And you be so kind to give us some ratings and reviews on podcast apps. It really does help us. Really do appreciate it. And once again, thanks for any, everyone who listened throughout this season. We had a lot of fun. Hope you enjoyed it as well. And for one last time, for Blood versus Water, for Chris Kuno, this is Matt Hambage. We'll see you next time for the Crispy.